Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hop Show. Brought to you by Hopped LA. My name is Javi. You can find me on Instagram at Javi Brews. And folks, we have an exciting show lined up for this week. Before we get into that, just a few little things we got to take care of. Of course, check out Hopped LA for all the latest news and articles and all things LA. Where to find your favorite beers and different methods of which to get them. Make sure, ladies and gentlemen, support your local breweries like one of our sponsors, El Segundo Brewing Company, of course, the home of the legendary Mayberry IPA and home to the baddest IPA on the planet, the Broken Skull IPA, of course, designed by El Segundo Brewing and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Can I get a hell yeah? Check them out. Uh, There are all different kinds of outlets. Check out their website. You can buy crawlers from the brewery, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, make sure to support our local brewers and stay safe, wear your masks, wash your hands, all of that good stuff. And uh, all right. And that's it. You know, so sit back, relax and enjoy my interview with my boy. One of my one of my really good friends, Brian Herbertson, the head brewer over at Simsy's Brewing uh, in Burbank. I believe it's in Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. Burbank. Anyway, um, enjoy the show. Today, I am hanging out with my boy, the man, the legend, Brian Herbertson. Hello. Herbie, the man. Um, the thing is, I, I use this podcast as a shameful excuse to mostly hang out with my friends, honestly, to talk to people, my buddies I don't get to talk to as often as I'd like. And, you know, when this opportunity came up for us to chat, I could not avoid the opportunity to come, you know chat with you have a few drinks in a very responsible social distancing environment so i don't get the keyboard warriors yelling at us about not being safe right we have our masks absolutely absolutely <laughs> and uh we're, we're here at uh bruise brothers in uh, north hollywood so cheers and, to them thank uh, you so much for they, they keep uh they keep the 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 covid stuff uh tight. it's the, the protocols are uh yeah you'll, yeah you'll see people walking around to wipe it like sanitizing stuff like all the time. The X like, is on so. tables, people walking if you're, up with if you're, masks. If you're apprehensive about coming out, come down to here because uh, Joey and the crew have uh, have it unlocked. They, it, it's a very safe, comfortable thing. Yes, you know what? And it's something, oh, it's been a long time since I've sat down and had a beer with someone <laughs> other than my dog who just stares at me while I drink the beer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, this is different. I, sh- I nod my head yes while my dog sits on my lap. <laughs> the most adorable pups in all the land. Um, you know, I, I wanted to have this chat. I haven't talked to you in a long time. And uh, mostly there are a lot of people out there. Uh, they know you, you know you work at Simsy's uh, as a brewer there. But, um, you know, I think you have a very fascinating story. And I'm trying to remember when I actually met you. I feel like it was probably at a full pint anniversary or some full pint party. And just there I you were. I guarantee it was at a full, <laughs> uh, one of the full pint. Uh, and we were probably maybe the, drunk. The OG nauseous one, I think, uh, was that six? I think it was full pint five or full pint six. We all kind of warped together, right? And then, uh, <laughs> and then the next one, the the year after that, um, we had uh, we had that. Uh, me and Francis had that little uh, dank as fuck uh, right. IPA at uh, thirty eight. Uh, in uh, Alhambra. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was one of those two, I think. 
Oh my god! If, I, not, if not earlier, it, yeah, it, no, it was at Naja's, but it's I, it's one of those things where I remember being in the Blue Room, having a drink at the Blue Room, and then being forced to drink another drink. I think Danny was behind the bar. He was drink this, and I said, <laughs> "Okay." Well, hey, by the way, this is Herbie right here. This is my boy. And I think that's where I met you. But uh, it all kind of fucking goes sense. together. It's hard to yeah. But yeah. you were in the beer industry for a little while, so tell us a little bit about like, how did you end up in this? crazy world of craft beer uh i so i was home brewing for probably a good eight maybe nine years fuck off that uh, long i think it was it was probably like eight but uh <laughs> before i started at wicks out in riverside uh that's right i remember where you worked i was like i remember he was in riverside yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah remember the wicks. fucking name wicks, is that where yeah, you had they're the still, uh, they're going strong the owners uh actually brewing there now and he's uh he's putting out good stuff uh so I remember your so, beer was it paladin the paladin yeah. pale or something yes yeah i remember i remember that yeah, was, that beer that was, was fucking show, phenomenal that was the show pony uh yeah. for us at Wix. uh back in back in what was it 15 16 right, 14 right. 15 16 uh so yeah so like so basically like i was just a home brewer that never like I was kind of like the guy that plays in the Wednesday night beer league softball. Yeah. And like, yeah, oh, playing in the MLB would be cool. <laughs> and then like for whatever weird like reason, yeah. suddenly you get a chance to be in the MLB <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, you have the facial hair for it, dude. I could imagine seeing it. you in a fucking baseball fit <laughs> with, oh, dude, you would be the best throwback. I'd buy your jersey. <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> Riverside actually has an old, uh, old-timey baseball league. I think where they can like throw spitters and shit. Like, right. Like an old 19, 1890s league. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Um, but you were at Wix. Yeah. So, so like basically, like I was, I was a, a marketing director for a nonprofit out in Riverside that. Uh, I ended up kind of going south and filing uh, BK, and so I was looking for work. And uh, people out there, I used to do. Uh, there's a festival in Riverside called uh, Saturation Fest, which is like a big, uh, big music festival, like local music festival, but also a lot of like uh, DIY arts and just like coolest, homesteading uh, kind of stuff. Right. And so I would do like a like. This bar, I guess I could say this now. This bar would let us homebrew <laughs> in their patio. I don't, I, uh, yeah. Statue of limitations, I'm sure, yeah, is passed. Yeah. It doesn't matter well, now. We won't name the bar or, <laughs> or the homebrew group. But, uh, <laughs> but so, like, I would do this, like, homebrew demo of, like, extract in the back of this bar patio for a few years. And, like, I'd bring a keg of something down. Yeah. And, like, we'd donate money to, charity or whatever and uh and so uh like people knew me and like knew my you know i i did a couple of like little local homebrew awards and stuff yeah i never really did like the aha stuff to be honest and uh but anyways uh i had a friend was like hey you want to work uh the bar at a brewery sure Hell like, yeah. i'm out of i'm not of out of work and right so uh so i got in there and i was uh i was beer tending and uh and then uh I, they were like oh you homebrew well there was a brewer there originally uh when they first opened 
and we're, you know, we were doing the build out and all that stuff. And then, uh, he was there about six months and then, uh, ownership, uh, decided they want to do a change and they're like, you think you could do this? And like, I had like basically been the grain out bitch. <laughs> that was basically. We've all been. Was, I, I'm still that there was right basically now. Basically, my duties of. Uh, uh, like, all right, Rook, go fucking yeah, mash oh, out. Yeah, yeah, no, I did all the shit work, which is fine because I was loving it and like I was learning and you know I never thought I was gonna be doing any of this stuff like on a commercial scale. Right. And uh, so yeah, you know they asked me if I could do it and I was like, oh yeah, sure, no problem. And yeah, no I business no fucking idea. saying that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> And like the, Ooh, that's the, the best the, the whole fake it till you make it thing. Yeah, trial by fire, motherfucker. Hell and yeah. Like, I'll be honest. I was like, yeah, sure, I can do it. Oh yeah, no problem. And I was like, holy shit, can I? But you already accepted. I, so. I knew I wanted to do it. Right. And uh, I knew, uh, like, like it was like I had the desire, and I, I, I'm good at like I'm a, I've been good at school and stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, so. Uh, so I just went at it and like, yeah, I had some friends, some brewers out there, uh, out in the IE, like Matt, uh, that used to be a packing house, helped me out a lot uh, with some stuff that was like just going from the homebrew to commercial transition. That was my next question. Like, cause you know, yeast management, you always talk like to that. people like, or I always do yeah, that or that. Oh yeah. yeah. Like there was no egos. Like people knew I was like, like, yeah, you make a beer. I'm like, that's great, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, but there is I, a transition I, though between I, like home brewing and that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So like, so there's like some brewers out there. The guy like Paul and Dave uh, that were used to be at, uh, in the Empire Brewing, they helped me out a lot. Uh, and then I knew some people out in LA like uh, that I just knew, and uh, and like they they would help me out with some stuff. And so it really worked out. Uh, like it. I got lucky. I mean, I work. I put a million hours into that joint. Like I do, like we. I do double brews over like 16, 18 hour days sometimes. Right. Like some rough shit. And uh, but I was loving it because I was like, someone's paying me to make beer, and then like the beers are actually coming out like good. Like yeah, yeah, they're like, coming out the solid, way you intended. Like, solid. Like you know, they weren't like. The best beer in the world. Right. I wasn't reinventing anything, but like, they were coming out good. We we're getting good response from the, uh, from our customer base. Were you already doing like? Because earlier we were talking, you know, off air, we we're talking, kind of talking shop for a little bit, and you mentioned like having a lab. Um, did you have a lab already back then? Were you already doing cell uh, counts shit like that, or I, uh, just straight brewing it? Hopefully, hopefully uh, it comes out it okay. It was just like, like uh, we we basically use like the de the dehydrated like uh, fermentous yeast. For most pitches, we'd buy we'd buy a liquid pitch once in a while, but it was I mean they were fledgling at the beginning, so like money was tight. Right. So we were we we're trying to obviously like do as good the best we could with what you had the money, Very yeah, DIY. The, the cash like cash wise, um, and that's nothing on them. Like it's, you know, it's every brewery starting out like 100. You're trying to you know. Well, try to make ends meet, try to do what you do, can. Do as good as you can with this stuff. Okay, and that's great. And that's part of your job as a brewer. Like, yeah. let's get this place going. Like, all right, then, who's uh, our water filtration system? Oh, uh, the hose over there? <laughs> if you just turn it, <laughs> like, it'll turn on. We, so. I, original, originally, we didn't have, we didn't even have a carbon filter. We were using City. And I was like, man, you got to give me a carbon filter. And which they did. Like, 
I don't. Again, I don't want to like disparage. Like the old brewer never asked me. When I was like, no, we can't. We can't use straight city water, man. Oh, you gotta, like, yeah. Zoom. So <laughs> so we got a carbon filter. Like and they, and they were like they understood. Uh, and they were like, yeah, let's do it. So right. They you know we we pretty quick. They they got me one fast. Like to their credit. Oh yeah, you were and, gonna make uh, you were gonna make the beer you needed to with so, straight yeah, fucking like, city I'm like, water. I can't just use garden hose. Like this is you know. <laughs> and they understood. And they so they 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 brought in the improvements and uh and so like we, we we started out with shit i think it's five seven barrel fermenters four four or five is what they started with uh, about the bright tank we uh we brought in two more 15 uh-huh. barrel fermenters and then we brought in a 30 barrel fermenter Woo. and uh and how, yeah. how, 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 what was your barrel how, or barrel system again Seven barrel, seven barrel so for a 30 barrel yeah so, so that's I a straight like week back of to back like yep, double brew days yep done that and like and, and when i was you know I, I think six months a few months like six months after taking over there i moved to hollywood which makes total sense hollywood when, when uh when uh when you work in riverside absolutely and it makes total you, sense like, i'll i'll move out of riverside to hall to like the most possibly the, like the <laughs> most fucking it was for a girl, and that's great. It, and, and I don't regret it. The longest fucking commute uh, possible. Yeah, but so yeah, so I, I gave myself this three five hour oh, a day round shit. trip like hell commute. Jesus Christ! And then like I'd have cars die on me. Yeah. And like I'd blow an engine because I was I was just buying little shitty cars. Like I, they, I wasn't getting. Oh, you paid, just ran like, into the fucking ground. So I'd buy like oh here's fifteen hundred sure sold. And it lasts me like a year. Change the oil and lasts me a year, and something would and die, and I'll be like okay. Here's another fifteen hundred bucks. And, <laughs> Down the drain. But I was like Metro linking it at one point, and uh, the last train from Riverside to LA, from where where Wix was, was uh, like six o'clock. So if I didn't leave by six o'clock, like I just camped out at, at Wix, and they had like one of those solar showers. <laughs> and so like after they closed I, like for real was like oh, this isn't even bullshit after they closed I'd set this solar shower I had sitting up outside and I'd go in the trough in between the tanks like over the trench train and I'd just I'd shower down and uh, and I slept on, on grain sacks like there's no bullshit. Like you oh can go, my God. you can verify this with a lot of those riverside oh, people. I I and, I 100 uh, believe you, but what I what, it really fucking was not the greatest. You know what though, you made that I shit was work. Doing it, I was no, I was living my dream. Like you know, like, like I said, like <laughs> someone's like, hey, here, go pitch for the Dodgers. Fuck, okay, I guess. Fuck it. <laughs> you want to keep doing this? Yeah. Why, hey, Brian, why would I not? We're going to need you to stop sleeping on the mound. I know that we just hired you, but... <laughs> <laughs> the cleaning crew would wake me up in the morning. Hey, bro, get the fuck like, hey, off the mound. Hey, hey, hey. We had this cleaning crew guy named Sammy. Who, God, oh, I love this. God. This is like one of my favorite dudes there. And he would wake me up. He'd be real gentle, and he'd just give me a little nudges. And I'd just be like, uh, huh? And he'd be like, yeah, it's... I'm here at 6.30, I'm like, okay. And I'd wake up and I'd like put some coffee on and I'd kick my burner on, I'd get my mash water heated and I'd start another 16 hour brew day. Like <laughs> we didn't have like an external oh, HLT. Fuck Like just hell. a seven barrel combi ton. Just, just system. And throwing like, the water on and just fucking turn like, that bitch so up. So like I'd be transferring into my mash tent and I'm like, okay, move it to the kettle and try and get, get it up to like, uh, Kettle, t- you know, mass strike temp, 
Yeah, and I'd yep. get my strike water going, so I'd have like a couple hours. Oh and, my! It's, yeah. I'm getting stressed out just listening to this. I was just, but it was fine because it was. I was like, I, I'm already know I'm sleeping here, so I'm just like, <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. Like, no commute like, time. I gotta just get going. Like I, I already knew. I was Marty doing here, dude. Camp out thing. Listen, so. I already installed a fucking shower head on the hot <laughs> liquor tank. I'm good to go. <laughs> for like for real, it was like it was funny, man. It's like I mean, uh, you know, and then. So you know, I there's a lot of work put in that place, and uh, and it's good to see them doing good now. And then like, and then you did win, you did win some sort of uh, some awards or so when you were there, right? For Paladin. Yeah, Paladin did uh, between 2015 and 2016. We did pretty good. We did uh, uh, so we that beer took back to back golds, 15 and 16 at the L.A. International Beer Cup. Yeah, Con yeah. For Strong Pale, and then uh, I love the. Dude, the Paladin was so good. 2016, it took uh, bronze at the World Beer Cup. Yeah. And then, like, I had a cream ale that took an award here, and, like, a brown ale, and a couple of, like, there was, like, two or three other things, but, like, we're doing, we did pretty good. Like, yeah, you did pretty good. For Riverside. You got a fucking award. Listen, I don't know why you don't have that shit on your hat right now. <laughs> if I won a World Beer Cup and they gave me that giant medal, I'd have that shit buttoned on my hat every single day. But the award, right here, guys. the award's still proudly displayed at Wick, so. All right. I, I, they, they still I, make Pal Paladin's still made there, and they make. Uh, dude, let's go steal it. They make my pecan brown there. Let's I go. Think. Let's go steal your metal back. Fuck it, I'm down. <laughs> we'll edit this part out of the podcast. We'll come up with a plan. Ryan, if we'll if you that shit, shit, we'll get a whole crew. Ryan, this was not my idea. <laughs> So you were at Wix for a little while. How did you end up at Simsies? That's a hell of so a goddamn I was, I was, switch. I was so I was I was living with uh, my girlfriend at the time out here in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, and so I was driving from Hollywood to Riverside and back, and that Oof. was yeah that was that that blue. So uh, <laughs> as soon as I heard that. Uh, that uh, Simsy's was gonna add a brewery, and like I was, I was pretty aggressive on on Greg, who was like the gonna be the brewery brewery ops director there. Right. Uh, the beer guru. Yeah. So like, well, like shout out to Greg. I love the guy. And, him and Mike came out, and like they did a little sneak. They came out to uh, Wicks at one point. Oh, out, the little right, recruiting. Yeah, yeah they, they, <laughs> they came out to do a little, little secret sampling. And I was like, hey, what are you doing here? They're like, oh, <laughs> just in town. And yeah. we figured out. Uh, like, well, they know, kicked the ground. I'm like, oh, we're not. We think I'd be coming by and just going to check out a few beers so and had, recruit uh, the fuck out of you. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you know, so I ran them through. I gave them, like, flights and, like, I ran through the beers. It was like, what I like, what I don't like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and yeah, we had a bunch of meetings and, like, uh, they brought me on, or they made the offer to bring me on, and uh, I mean, it wasn't like I didn't leave Wix on bad terms. It wasn't any like anything like it was just negative. Time. It was just the the commute because yeah. I decided it was just time. I, I mean, I'm from Riverside, but I decided to move to LA because of the relationship and all that. And, and LA's uh, better. Let's just face it, LA's is better. It's a bigger market, and looking no, like, no, no, no. Stop, stop pussyfooting, brother. I'm LA's is better. Guy, I'm like, sorry, Riverside look, people. I gotta look down the. the <laughs> I'm like trashy Riverside. You're like, come on, man. We're trying to be positive. No, I'm kidding. I love you guys, Riverside. I'm just, I'm just fucking. Riverside's around. great. It is. A, it, it, I have some family out there. It's like cool a spot. Beer 
<laughs> I love you, I.E. Come on, you know I love you. Yeah, our, our boy John Hometown. Holzer uh, from uh, Four Brewers is out there, I think. I think he's in, uh, in the yeah, IE. Yeah, Four so. Brewers is out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're holding it down. They're holding it down. I'm just kidding, guys. I love you, Riverside. Please don't please don't hate me. Um, but you eventually end up over here uh, at Simsy's. A little bit of a market, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, uh, I, I remember going to your uh, the preview, the friends and family preview, and you oh, were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, it was that. dope. I remember that you you were standing by the standing by your jockey box and you're just pouring beers and I just like you just like Javi, you wave over to me, bring me my empty beer and you'd be like, Shh, there you go. <laughs> you're not driving, right? I said no. I'm like, all right, good. <laughs> and I, and I don't remember like half the fucking night. Um, for you, I mean, I feel like once you got there and then you you know introduced your your beers, you guys got like a really good stride. I mean, some of those beers, I went for lunch a few times, and oh my god, dude, we, the beer uh, was fantastic. I mean, the, the, my whole thing is like, as a brewer, like doing commercial, and like when you're home brewing, I can be like, fuck you, I'm a brewer, I want. You don't like this beer? Then go. I'm gonna brew a sour down, brown with Belgian yeast. Fuck it. Go down, yeah. <laughs> go down the corner store and get whatever you want. Like when you're homebrewing, you can do that. When you're like trying to sell beer to like pay the bills, like you have to do what your customer base wants. Right. I mean, you can you can still brew like stuff you want. Like you really want to try and convert people to this. Like I want to I want to educate people on this and that. Like, you can have your projects, but, like, you need your beers that, like, pay the bills. Exactly. Like, as a business, and, like... Like your Swamis or your Seafair Colts, like, that one thing that you make. Yeah. Like, you need your stuff, like, that, whose margins are, like, decent. And you're like, okay, this allow like, we make a decent margin on this, so this allows us to do, like, the fun sour barrel program or the barrel age or the like melt you know whatever like the higher lower margin beers are so like your hazy milkshakes like you by the time you're throwing fruit in and all the hops like the margins ain't great you know what i mean and so so ba- like my thing is is like what's my clientele so like i went to all the simsies like we we went to all of them and i was just kind of like okay what's on tap and I just hung out at the bar and was just like a barfly. Right, which is the best type of research you and can do. And I didn't like say who I was. I was just some dude at the bar, and I just watched what these people ordered and like what the like what was coming from like the tables. So like, what's the bartender pouring a lot of? Like, okay, he's pouring a lot of this, pouring a lot of this, pouring a lot of this. And like Simsies is like we've always had even before the brewery, Simsies has always had like a pretty solid tap list. Right. Uh, like Manhattan Beach has always had a pretty like, oh yeah yeah dope spot. younger like you know for years and and so they do some good stuff and so I'm like okay but what sells and so like for me if you're the head brewer it's like okay what's uh, what what am I gonna move a decent volume of that I can make uh, at a decent margin and you're not gouging people like I I'm always about like let's price it as low as we can right but you have to make money on it obviously of course to, to like i'm not gonna sell a triple solvent. dry hopped fucking like, hazy ipa for five bucks cost. yeah like you know you get a it's a business so and even though i'm not the business owner if i make these rad beers that they just lose their ass on well then i'm out of a job in six months right. anyway so right like, Oh, your beers are great. What happened? Well, <laughs> you know, I guess no one likes a fucking all, yeah. all, all the fruits and all the stuff. Yeah. And, and like we would have had to charge you $15 for a six ounce pour. 
like if we were gonna like you know make money being the black right right so so like uh and with, and with simsy's clientele is like kind of more approachable styles uh, but we so like we didn't start out with a hazy but we brought one in and the hazy took off like, of course like, it did we just like okay here guys and then uh you know greg would educate people yeah like okay here's how to sell it not sell it but like here's how to explain it to people because the whole thing my whole thing is make beer approachable so like if you get some tourists from omaha like we're in la so you get some nebraskans or somebody that doesn't really know anything about beer don't make them feel uncomfortable about it yeah like what do you like to be drink? approachable I like coors light okay that's great Fine. try the blonde we got this crispy yeah crispy boy lager here oh, oh we son got, we got that like you can always find something for someone. So the thing is, is like, don't make them feel like they have to be in this cool guy club. Right. That's like, a big thing. Fuck all that. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm way not into that. Like, let's make it, you want craft beer to really take over the macros, then the masses, make it approachable. Have, the masses have to enjoy it. And you have to, and you just give them, like, you just spoon feed them a little bit. And I do this with my regulars at Wix. I still have people that come out from Riverside to Burbank. Just to have your beer. Just to drink my beer because awesome, they like dude. it. That's got to be a great well, feeling. I mean, we're friends too, but like, they, I didn't meet them until I was the brewer at Wix. Right. And the only way they know me is through Wix. And they, they come and get a hotel room. Paul and Susie, I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they come get a hotel room and they'll come out twice a year. And just, they'll just come out and we'd hang out for a couple hours, drink some beer, catch up. And like, you know, I talked to them in between all those, of course, but like, uh, yeah, there's people that come up from like because of like I I I'm I'm just a guy doing my job. Right, right. Like, but you do it the, well. I'm not the rock star brewer dude. Like I don't have the big name. And even if I did, like I don't. That's not my approach. Like I'm just like, hey, you never been here. Come you try like the beers. Like cool. That's all right. Let's get you something. Boom, boom, boom. Try these beers, and I'll set them up, and you get you just like edge them a little more. And they're like, well, this is one of these. Yeah, so when you see this, like, just have them, like, and, and when you give people confidence to explore, right. you're going to get, you're going to build regulars, one, because they're going to find stuff they're going to love. They just didn't, like, understand it, and shit's intimidating sometimes. Right. That's and what I find funny. they stupid at the bar. Right. You know what I mean? And it would, when there's a bunch of these cool kids. Like, and cool like, snobs with yeah, their was, fucking oh, trillium t-shirts. <laughs> They're not taking the Braxes, bro. Like what? Dude, like, how many pounds of hops do they use for yeah. this? Like, well, okay. Here, here's the thing, and, and a lot of that is true. I mean, it's we got to make beer accessible. And I'm not knocking the hype stuff. Of course like, not. I, I'm but, a, my my line my role. Like I'm finding out is blue collar, and I'm like, I'm the guy that's going to introduce people to stuff more than be. I mean, I have got fun ideas right but more than be like oh i'm gonna tear the envelope up and write you know i'm not gonna be the hype guy necessarily which is fine but like brewers like my beer average people like get into it it's you can make it you know what i mean yeah like, there's a there's a whole realm of making making a living and just being blue collar like i'm your everyday beer guy right right brewer. But see, but in that way, you're not an everyday beer guy because a lot of beer, a lot of breweries, a lot of brewers uh, that I see now, I feel like 
kind of chase that hype and chase that clout, which is fine. If that's your thing. Go for it. And 100%. I think what I respect about you is that you don't, you've never in the whole time I've met you ever pretended to be anything but you. So your beers in that way reflect your personality in that. Like you never try to, you're not a flashy, like fucking here's this fucking crazy double dry hop, double IPA with galaxy and a shitload of fucking some shit from New Zealand. Like you're going to make a hazy beer, but you're going to make it, you know, right and as best as you can and that's and why we all like, love I'll, beer i'll, I'll like put beer, my hazy up against a lot of them like, right my hazy's solid like i'm not i don't i'm not the best brewer in the world i'm definitely not the best hazy ipa guy in the world but but you, you also put, try your you also do your best because you care if you put and it that's, that's a big side, thing I, like whatever even if it's a beer like i'm like i will never drink this shit like i you're gonna get 110 percent like because my job who gives a shit what I want to drink? I'm not the one putting the money on, $5, on the bar $6, to $7, buy the beer. On a, a pour, right? You know what I mean? Like, what do they want? And so, like, as a, especially in the brew pub thing, like, you have to. If you don't know your audience, if you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna make the hype stuff, you're maybe your audience want, like doesn't want the hype shit. Maybe they want like a Widmer wheat or a fucking like, crispy yeah, boy. Like, yeah, or crispy boy. Like, like, there's there's just the, you have to decide, like, do I want to be, try and become one of these hype people, which nothing against the, the like, the, the, the hyped up breweries, like, they make great fucking beer. Like, all love to those guys, like, uh, but, like, if your audience doesn't want that, like... Maybe they just want solid beers they that they can drink some, like, on a hot clean, day. And to be honest, like the pendulum's gonna swing back towards I'd say in the next five years you're gonna see old school like Euro styles. Old coming back. People are gonna be like, give me that fucking Maybach is oh. <laughs> This shit slaps. And you're like, you're like, yeah, I never would have guessed I, I would have heard this. If I heard you that were, you were ticking trillium like six months ago, like yeah, dude, if like, I heard that, I would, I would high five them. Like myself, like, I remember when I first got into craft beer, I just went for that, like, West Coast, oh, this is 190,000 IBUs. Fuck yeah. Do you have that? Uh, Give me yeah. it. Like, <laughs> Do you have that 360-minute uh, IPA? Can you get that for me, please? <laughs> What's the max minutes? Six months. Give me the six-month IPA, please. I will take that. Exactly. And, and like, what was your first? Like, what was your first like West Coasty like IPA? Do you remember? Sierra. Really? To be honest, like like when I was so like Racer I, Five for this boy right here. Racer Five was. I one, love. I, I still love Racer Five. Five. I still yeah. do. Absolutely, it's fucking solid. This, this is the thing, but like because we're so Pokemon catch them all, <laughs> like. And Damn, it, that's it, so it's true. Cool. What's that? Like, with the with I'm, the untapped I'm things and with the, yeah. uh, like the the pushing envelope breweries and the pushing envelope beers and the people that want the like beer like you can beers like music like there's no right or wrong opinion. Like <laughs> Thank you you, you yes. like country, I like gangster rap. Right. Like, well, fuck that shit. Well, I like it. So you like what you like, and I will like what I like. You know what I mean? And we're yeah. not. No one's right. No one's wrong. We can hate. There's beers that I just like. I don't want to drink that shit. I mean, unless there's but, unless, but, unless it tastes butterscotch, then there's someone fucking wrong here. Yeah. Like, Other than that, yeah. Like there's beers I'm like, yeah, that's not that's not for me. Like I don't really drink beers over seven percent anymore, to be honest. Like I'm getting 
I'm getting a little older. Oh, I'm like, relax. I'm not back. Relax, I'm not, buddy. I'm, I don't bounce back that much no more, man. Fucking like, old man river over here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Fuck it. Ooh, I remember back in the old days. No, come on, no, Brian. You're like, still, like, you're still, you're still, you're like, still, young man. Four and a half. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I'm not old. But like, four and a half, five percent. I'm like, yes, please. Because I'll like. You can drink that all day. I can have three, four pints. I'm like, I can still function. Like the 1903 from Craftsman, which Ooh, is. We're drinking 1903 right now. Yep. Like five, it's six, fantastic. five, nine or something. Fantastic. Phenomenal. It's a fantastic beer. And what, what I find funny is that there is still a little bit of that, like, uh, snob stink to craft beer. But if you were to ask anyone in the beer industry, brewer, beer tender, well, what do you drink when you're off? Motherfucking Crispy Boys, a fucking Miller, a Miller Draft, beer. or some fucking, yeah. like, cooler champagne of beers, guy, baby. Oh. COVID? You know COVID what I'm talking made, about. You know what I'm talking about. Like, I was always, like, good with it, but I didn't really buy a lot of the macro. And I'm like, once in a while, I'm like, you know what? This weekend needs an 18 rack of some banquets. Yeah, like a and motherfucker. Like, you know. Throw me up on the cross of like, oh, sorry, I bought macro, but dude, you know what? I, I can't talk shit, man. We got the fucking plague out here. Yeah. Like, forgive me for not trying to like risk my life for. Uh... <laughs> Normally, Beachwood, I would drink. You make me an 18 rack of foam top, baby. Ooh. I'm I'm yours forever. <laughs> I'm just telling Julian this right now. Like, come on, buddy. Shout out to Julian. Hey, make listen. Every time happen. I see. Anytime I see a four pack of of amalgamator, I'm buying that shit. We need racks. But also the foam, racks yeah. on racks on racks. stacks on racks. Ah, oh, son, all day every day, <laughs> twice on Sunday. Now, here's what's funny. Speaking of COVID, you know, with all this going on, you know, a lot of people were out there um, baking bread, gardening. You were fucking making cheese wheels or some shit. What? Okay, look. To everyone out there listening, I, I apologize to all you cheese fans. I fucking can't do it. I don't like cheese. I know. I know. I've never had lasagna I a day in my life. I a lot of cheese, and he, he was like, fuck your cheese, bro. Yeah, I have like, that shit. Right. So we'll some beers and stuff. Fair enough. But <laughs> what, when, did you, when did this whole cheese thing happen for you? Uh, so I needed a hobby. So I, 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 <laughs> I started the cheese thing. So okay, so wait, like, when, wait. When did you when did you decide you needed this hobby? Was it during COVID? So okay, so like about a year ago, I adopted Sherby here. The little, little Sherby, I have a little chihuahua, yeah. six pound chihuahua in my lap. And Sherby had a, uh, she's like eight and a half, and she had a rough life. So she's got like some crazy separation anxiety. So oh. I'm kind of like Mandalorian. Or I just oh, like this is baby. Yoda. She goes with me to the grocery store. Like I can't. I have to plan life around. Can I take Sherby or can I get a sitter for Sherby? Because she gets she, she loses she her gets shit. Crazy. Yeah, oh. she's like, I don't know what happened, but oh. So I try not to. Yeah, you want to keep you know make like, her life as easy like, as yeah, possible. When I went to LAFC games last year, when you know. Like I got, I had a sitter set up for her. Sure, right? Yeah. Oh man, I was like, homie, homie, knew he's coming to interview. LAFC baby. Black and gold. Carson. Let's go back to LAFC. We're gonna get back. Let's talk about cheese though. Oh, the cheese. Yeah. Why? Why? So, so it was. I was. I originally was like, oh, I need a hobby, and I was like, oh, I'll get a little pot still, and but I don't drink booze. 
and I don't need to start drinking booze. Like That's I fair. like to go out for a tiki drink here and there, but tiki I don't, drinks are life. But but tiki drinks are life. <laughs> Jungle Bird. Oh God, I need to go to Sacramento. If I could have an IV of my tie inje- of my tie injected into my veins at all times, I would die a happy man. We need um, we need to go IV bags of tiki drinks, <laughs> yes. dude. Dude, I would. I honestly would. All right, so, so you're, uh, you need a hobby. So, so, I, so, you, so, like no the booze. booze thing was like, and I was like, I don't need to bring more booze, and because uh, I wasn't gonna drink it anyway. And I was like, uh, I had been making yogurt for a few years, uh, like sous vide. Uh, so, like. Uh, past relationship would make i'd make yogurt and all greek yogurt and all this stuff and uh i wanted to do cheese then but i just never like jumped into it and so i just kind of said fuck it like i just started making it and uh it's kind of like home brewing because it's kind of become an addiction uh (laughs) how many wheels have you collected so far i probably got like Oh my god. Almost 30 pounds of cheese Jesus in my. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No. So I make like two to four pound wheels uh, for the most part. But uh, yeah, no, it's like, it's a lot of, like, the process is a lot, uh, is very similar to brewing. Uh, so it's like very temperature and time sensitive. And like, instead of pitch yeast, you pitch these cultures that kind of like, acidify things that you throw some rennet in there and it like so it's kind of it sets up like a brew day kind of which is pretty rad right and like the sanitation i was like oh i got this shit down <laughs> like this is easy like, it's the same shit like so so uh so i just started making it and uh i just kind of got hooked and uh so, yeah, like I just like I every other post to go. Oh, here's a brand new wheel of my, cheese I made. My, I, my Instagram is all cheese right now. I'm gonna like, sell the shit. Like, I mean, you need to do a new Instagram for your cheese. Yeah, like, Herbie, well, Herbie's cheese. Yeah, Jesus Christ, superstar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's a fart joke there somewhere. I'm not the one to make there, it though. There's a. Oh, this <laughs> cut the cheese there's like Herbie cuts cheese. the cheese, motherfucker. I made it. I was making these one cheeses that ended up smelling like ammonia and like bowling shoes. Like after you just threw like three games. Holy shit! <laughs> and oh. I, I was, so I'm in like you know I'm in like Facebook groups. I'm trying to learn. Like there's no ego. I'm like I'm new. This shit smells bad. And they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's what you want. And I'm like, what? This is what I want. <laughs> like yeah, oh yeah, it gets funky and it's like. I guess like as the proteins break down, so like when you're like making like breeze and stuff yeah. like that, so the proteins break down. But I guess they give off this ammonia kind of smell, and you gotta like do this like air exchange thing. That is gnarly. So like yeah, it smelled like butt for like a while. It's good that I'm so you eat it's that. good that I'm single. And you want to eat that? You oh, maniac. it's delicious though. It oh, came out fucking hell. Fan fucking fantastic. No. Oh man, it's no. stinky. But like, once you get in the middle there, it's like that's that, mean, that could be used for a lot of things. There's <laughs> comparisons. I don't want to. Yeah, we, we won't go on that. We're in 2020. We're not we going to go, go on that explore past that. Um, <laughs> it, it's 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 it, they came out to li- like I had this overripe one. Uh, uh, I went and met up with Brian. Uh, right. 
at Hobstein, Brian, Jared, or Brandon from uh, Gundo. And uh, I was like, man, the cheese might be fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like a month. Like, I should have ate it a month ago. Let's try it. And it was just super goo. But, uh, oh, man, it was, it was good. Yeah. Oof. Oh, like cheese, I mean, people, when you think about, like, people were just throwing, like, chunks of cheese in, like, caves back, like, 500 years ago. I'm like, yeah. I've got to be, like, <laughs> the, sur- I got this. the survival rate's got to be a lot higher on my shit. Like, True, but could I'm you imagine? The brewer shit, like, everything's getting, like, sanitized. Yeah, but could like, you imagine what a beer tasted like back then? Oh, like, it was uh, an old world ale? I've had that, I've had that tet najet or whatever from... Dog head, that ing, that Egyptian beer. Remember yeah, that one? how was it? <laughs> it was. Uh, it was probably pretty it, awful. It tasted pretty historical. We'll play. <laughs> yeah. Remember that that historical line of beers? Yeah, 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 there was a bunch. It was rad to taste it, but it wasn't like. It was like I'm not gonna all order the pints like? of this shit. Do you remember like, what all it tasted like? What was the, what was the ABV on it? Like fifteen oh, percent. Fucking. I just remember we had the like the hieroglyphics on the label, and I was like, "Oh, this looks cool." <laughs> it's like some five thousand zero. Spoiler alert: He was wrong. This is gonna be delicious. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this. Yeah, this tastes like. This tastes like it was made a long ago. time ago. They use that water hose filter <laughs> we're talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, you know, it's cool. So like the cheese thing's fun, and uh, it goes good with beer. It just sucks because like I make like two four two to four pound wheels, so like I can't obviously like eat it all. Eat so you gotta f- share it with your friends, yeah. I used to. I was giving yeah. I was giving stuff away to people at work before the COVID thing, and uh, now works kind of skeleton crew just like with the brewers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, so that's I was like, dude, I got a ton of cheese. You're like, I don't like cheese. I'm like. Damn it. All right. I was going to bring a bunch anyways and just tell you to give it to, like, somebody. <laughs> I uh, probably like, would have. Uh, like, I don't want to make it feel bad. Like, <laughs> then people feel obligated. And I'm like, nah. Like, I would have given it away. But, uh, so, yeah, no, it's, so it's fun. Like, yeah. It looks like it's, I mean, like I said, it's, you're the only one. Everyone else made bread or did gardening. Or like, look, I finally cleaned my I room. I wish I could do. <laughs> I, I used to have raised beds. I, I wish I could get. Yeah, I'm in a little studio apartment, so I don't have any space. But I love the like, gardening; was great. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Now we talked about it earlier, and one of the things that I miss, you know, uh, besides the brewing and stuff like this and beer stuff like this, like there's a lot of things I miss about just kind of normal life. One thing I miss is, man, the spectator section, or the the uh, the. What is it? The uh, uh, LFC. The LFC. Oh, the the, uh, the section. What is it? Two fifty two. Yeah, dude. I was there. I went there once with uh, Letty from uh, oh, Angel nice. City. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, "Oh, we we got in the supporter section." I was like, "Oh, dude, I fucking love the supporter section. I've only seen it from a distance, and I got to experience it once. Holy shit! Yeah, you gotta bring I, it. I love chanting. Hey. I, I love doing the chants and the singing along stuff. But oh my god, they don't fucking stop." And I've seen like random like you, you know get, the, the you promo videos. Yeah, or, like pro- <laughs> I I've seen like promo pictures and I see a picture of you like Yeah I was like that's fucking that's my boy. Oh yeah. How did you get into LAFC? Uh so uh basically, I think you're already a soccer fan, right? I, yeah, I've been a soccer fan for decades. And uh so like uh 
all we had was like Galaxy back in the day, and then Ugh. the Chivas team came on. Ugh. But like Galaxy was all right. I'm a Man Manchester United guy, so like when Beckham came over, I was like, all right, this is tight. Like I went and saw Beckham's first game uh, when he was on the Galaxy. Yeah, and yeah. I went to a few games because mostly because of Beckham, of course. And because uh, I was a Man U guy, and I was like, he's Dude, with a Spice like, Girl for Christ's holy sake. shit! Like I'm watching it. One of the best players in the world, and like watching him live, like it's amazing, right. you know what I mean? So it was more like the players and the team, but like I was back in the team. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so, anyways, you know, I, you know, fast forward 10, 15 years, and I'm, in, I'm living in LA, and like I can take the train from NoHo down to uh, USC, oh, the bank, like, uh, California, to the park. yeah, the bank. And uh, so I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to check this new team out. And I went to a few games, and, uh, like, the 3250 was, was raging. Like, I wasn't even a part of it at the be beginning. I'd watch from the sidelines. Uh, and, like, Jared from Three Weaves and, like, Hobson yeah, would yeah. go with me. And uh, it was rad, dude. And I was like, dude, this is the vibe right here. And I'm like, 100 obviously, it's way easier. I could take the train. Have a couple beers, take train back. Like Carson's not fuck Carson, a feasible dude. thing. It's so far. Like, it's so far from North Hollywood. I'm like, fuck this. So I was like, dude. Like I kept going to games, kept going to games, and I was just like, this is my team. Like I just fell in love with the team and like the way that uh, the organization, right? Like the fans are like the thing. Like the 3250s, huge. And so now, like you know, I'm uh, I'm in one of the the supporter groups, Black Army, 1850. Uh, and like, we go and like, kinda, I guess like, I've never been an NFL guy, but I guess it's like how NFL people kind of tailgate. Yeah. Like we're there, they're there like. Oh my God. Yeah, they're there early. Yeah, early. yeah. Just and drinking and partying. And drinking, like it's a big party. I love it, dude. It was such uh, a blast. Down there on Christmas Tree Lane, it's, it's amazing. Like, and like, you could be your first time there not know nobody and like people are just gonna be like, hey come over are you hungry you want a beer you want some water blah 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 and, like they really like the the mentality really like brought me in because it's like in a like a collective inclusive type of thing uh i was very proud so. to be a lafc fan when i saw you know yeah, when i started to find so the, I, the pride I, flags and like every like every big yeah. social like every big social cover, sort of we, uh, thing, a, they took yeah, a stance. We got LGBTQ uh, super inclusive uh, supporter group. Uh, I never once felt ho, like I was out of place like, at an LAFC it's, game. It's it was super man. cool. Like, and everyone like, I mean, you get some like hard dudes from wherever, and but like everybody's cool and everybody's family, and so like really like brought me in. Uh, and like the Black Army groups, like super rad. So yeah. like, that, so like, yeah, like, uh, so I got season tickets up there in the in the third fifty two. I rage when I can go there because it's just amazing. Just like, fucking yell and scream and, and chant, sing. dude. It's my like, favorite you had a bad shit. Day I at love work it. And you just like get all the energy out. Yeah, and it's just super positive there, and like everyone's there for the same thing, and. We have a rad team, and uh, you know. And Will Ferrell's a part owner. I mean, come on. 
Will, Fer- Will Ferrell's down, dude. Like he, he comes out. The <laughs> he games. comes out though. It's fucking yeah, super cool. Yeah, yeah, and then they, yeah, yeah. I love the uh, the, uh, parties, the uh, was it the is it the is it a falcon? What what's the bird? Yeah, yeah. falcon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. always dope right before the game. Yeah, uh, my dad, because my dad is a uh, uh, so I grew up. Not that I was a huge soccer fan, but I grew up watching it. My dad is a Chivista. He's Chivas, Chivas yeah, all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up like motherfucker, you're a Chivas fan. I said okay. Yeah. Um, my brother loves to instigate every year or every time the World Cup shows up because my brother goes for USA and my dad's my dad and I go for Mexico. So <laughs> right rolls always like USA, USA. But we yeah, yeah. But we all know what unless they're the women, they're going to fucking Dude, lose. Yeah, unless it's the women's team, it's going to be a fucking appointment. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. So, um, <laughs> you know, I grew up being a, you know, I watched soccer. And then um, my dad didn't care much for the galaxy. He didn't care much for when the Chivas came to L.A. But for some reason, uh, we had a customer that uh, I guess he, I'm not sure if he's an investor, but he has something to do with the team. Because uh, he was telling us that, like, I guess the supporters, they they'd sent the team had sent them out to England or to the Europe to learn the chants and learn all the oh, other yeah, stuff. Yeah. No, and then they came like back and the, brought it. The supporter group leaders got sent to Germany. Yeah, yeah. To like uh, Bruce Dortmund. Right. So he yeah. was one telling us. So he was our yeah. customer was one telling us about this. And my dad's like, you know what? Kind of sounds like we should go. And so he gave us tickets, a pair of tickets to, because he had season tickets for the and first basically season. Basically, like this is how we want our supporter group. Right. Bruce Dortmunds. Their supporters are like phenomenal. Crazy. Like, if you ever watch like Bundesliga, like I mean, yeah. there's a lot of good German ones that like rock like that. But yeah, so it's it was cool because they wanted the supporters to be a big part. Like we sing the national anthem. Like there's not we don't have like so and so recording art. Like the they just the the whole supporter section sings it. And yeah. For better or worse, it's, like, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's no, fucking it's cool. awesome. You know what I mean? And we got the Falcon. It's very, it's very supporter-driven and supporter-focused. And like, uh, they come over at the end of the game, like especially if we win. Like they come over and they do a little. They get the bullhorn. Yeah. Uh, you know, we do some chants and stuff. See some songs. And uh, yeah, man, it's 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 hard to not fall in love with it. If right. You're, it, no matter what league you follow as a soccer fan you just see it and you're just, the energy is just it's such a wonderful in, like yeah. just it's, like it's, it's beam, infectious you know I mean? like yeah. i i've 100%. been to a few games and I, yeah and i i like i said I, I when i went to the supporter section because i love you know i'm a huge pro wrestling nerd so like i love chanting i love making noise i love fucking screaming and like getting super into yeah. it and with lafc man we were fucking chanting and dale 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 black <laughs> exactly like exactly. all those fucking chants, and it was so 100%. fun. Yeah, it was so they fun. Always, like work would know it when I, there was a soccer game because two, three days after it, I'd be like, hey, yeah. Hey. Like, oh, you had a game? Yep, hey, yep. Hey, you can't. I just got frog in my throat. I'm like, yeah, I lost my voice. Whatever. Hell yeah, <laughs> I've had a lot of good nights there. Uh, before we uh, end this podcast, because we need more beer, we we have no beers now. We need, we need more, more beer. More. So before uh, before we end this podcast, um, to the person out there that's listening and is maybe home brewing and thinking about sort of jumping into the beer world as a brewer, <laughs> which is a crazy time right now, but there are those folks. Oh, yeah. What do you say to them? Um, 
I mean, read, 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 and read some no, more. Yeah, I mean, like homebrew at least, right? I mean, you, well, like you've got like two things because you're just like, all right, can you make a beer? Great. Not every homebrewer can transfer over to commercial. Um, but then it's like it goes beyond that because like now you're you have like cost per ounce and like price per like what's my margins and what am i paying per ounce on this and what am i making per pint i sell versus taser like like galaxy hops cost how lot, much there's a <laughs> lot of yeah like like when you're making five gallons you're like oh i bought a pound of galaxy for 20 bucks but when you're making a fucking seven trying, 15 like, oh, barrel batch a hazy ipa with galaxy like how many pounds of dry hop for that shit? I use Fuck. half a pound. Like no one wants nope. to see that shit. You know what I mean? Like you're just, so it's just know like your costs and expenses and all that. I guess. Like I've never. I'm not an owner. I've never been an owner part. So like, there's probably stuff I'm maybe not necessarily aware of. Though I think I'm have a pretty good grasp, but. uh yeah, like you gotta like, it's just a different world. Like, you can think that this beer is the best beer in the world. If no one's buying it, then you don't make it anymore. Right. And, On the next or one. you shelve it and you bring it out as like seasonal, or you try and like let's get started. Like, especially when you're getting started, you just need money coming in the door. You bought all this equipment. You got like this, you know, facility. All this construction with the drains and everything you've had done. You get a boiler, you get a liquid tank and everything else you got to fucking get. Like, you just need to get money coming in because, you know, the first couple of years are the hardest. Always. So, like, just pay attention to what, like... And truthfully, it never gets easy either. No, pay attention to what your guests like. And no matter how confident you are that this beer is great, like, if it doesn't result in sales, like, it doesn't... You're not doing yourself any favors, especially if you're the owner. Right. If you're just coming on as a brewer and someone else is owning, be mindful of like your margins on pints and stuff. And uh, you can do rad beers without having to go, you know, five pounds a barrel dry. Right. You don't without like this social media. Like, let let me throw numbers at you. That fucking assault. Yeah. Just make rad beer, and people will come. Brew with your heart. Yeah, just make just make a beer. Like if you like, you know, the math has to be there. That's the that's part of the magic that you you have to kill off when you take like when you're home brewing. It's all magic, and everyone's like, "This is great. You should go pro." And blah 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 blah. But then and, there's real and, math. But when you go pro, now you got to make money. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts, people baby. People can blow sunshine up your ass all day long. If the dollars aren't coming in, who cares? And uh, and just let go of the ego and just go with it. Like, this is my best selling beer. I hate making this beer, but fuck it, it makes me money. But it keeps the doors open and it allows me to make the beers I do like to make. Uh, Price yeah, to pay. You you have to. It's like it's I compromise. Think it, I feel I, like I think it's like if you like become a musician, like a big, and you make it as a musician, you have to have that one hit that you, you don't have to give fucking up a little like. Bit of the art- Artisanal side, not a lot, but sometimes you 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 may have to lose some of that if you want the business side. 
Well, it's like Radiohead that they hate playing Creep, but it's like their biggest fucking their hit. And like people wouldn't, if they were going to play that, they wouldn't, half their shows wouldn't get bugged. Right. So, I mean, do what, do what you're passionate about and try and make it work. But the beers that, like your bread and butter beers that pay the bills, like keep them flowing because they allow you to get creative. Hell yeah. And then ideally when you're educating your guests, down the road, you can make those beers solvent enough to where like we're not losing money, and now we're we're doing good, and like this pays for itself, and so we can brew more of these things, and then you can evolve that way. But right. you, you just have to have your financial footing underneath you, really. Yeah, man, I couldn't say that prettier myself. Uh, <laughs> Brian, again, thank you so much for chatting with me uh, yeah. this week. Thanks uh, for talking to me, uh, dude. Always, always. We're about to have some more beers. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to say goodbye to all of every single one of you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, Brian, again, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Um, and thanks to your puppy for keeping us secure. She's been she's been holding it down as the guard dog yeah. of the show so far. Sherb's got it. She got locked down. <laughs> uh, so until next week, my friends, cheers. Adios. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. That was the show. Thanks to uh, Brian for always coming out and being a great, great interview. Um, once again, guys, check out Hopped LA. Go to the website. We have articles. We have uh, different kinds of uh, videos. It's a lot of really good stuff. Plus this podcast. Check it out. HoppedLA.com. Uh, make sure to support all your local breweries. El Segundo Brewing Company. Anything local. Check them out. Get their beer. Try it out. It's a great time to be alive. You know, enjoy it while we can, folks. I know there's a lot going on and uh, it's a scary time. But you know what? Life is fun and we got to try and make it as fun as we can, folks. And that's what we try to do. Bring you some fun uh, into your lives. So I uh, hope that I do that for you. If you can, do me a huge favor. Uh, hit up uh, on, on iTunes or any way that you acquire this uh, podcast. Give us a five-star review. Tell all your friends. We really appreciate it. It helps our numbers out. And, um, well, that's all for this week. Uh, my name is Javi. Uh, we'll see you next week. Until next time, a cheers.